What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Oh, hey there, Disgusties. So something a little different this week. Here, for your listening pleasure this week, JC has put together a best of show, although she didn't want me to call it that, so we're just calling it a hastily thrown together clip show. With some possibly unheard content. We're excited uh, for you to hear all the stuff that made us laugh and hopefully made you laugh. And we will be back with a live show next week with, checks piece of paper, Mr. John Mulaney. That's right. You heard that right. He likes this podcast. He likes us. And we are going to talk to him about how much he likes us next week. So here you go. Hastily thrown together clip show. Take it away, JC. Uh, Can you guys hear this? First joke of the day. First joke of the day. (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to need that today. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. There it was. was. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Glad I'm recording. Tonight, we got him, Goldie the Sulk and JC. And it starts right now. All right, let's get through the damn introduction first. Okay, welcome to our first podcast. This is a typical disgusting, a typical disgusting display. display. A podcast for writers by writers who hate writing. This is a coup. Everyone on the ground. <laughs> no, it's just it's just some tourists looking around. This is not a coup. It's all very friendly. Six people died. Not a coup at all. A podcast for writers by writers who, who hate, hate writing. writing. <laughs> who hate everything. Let's be honest. <laughs> We said we might not talk about it today, but we're here. We're here. So let me, by way of introduction for this very funny story about your book. Yes. John Viner, uh, who was not asked to be a part of this podcast. No. John Viner is a very funny writer and comedian. He's our good friend, one of our best friends. One of my best friends. So Goldie, when your book came out, you gave, well, you you tell the story. Well, I I inscribed a copy to him and... Perhaps I made slight fun of his girlfriend, who but he's still with, girlfriend. but yes. but maybe three years ago, I thought this was the girlfriend of the time. Yes. Okay. I so you, slight, you took I poked a, you took slight a fun you took a in risk. the inscription. So I get a text. Her name is, is Lily. That, that yes, we'll, and she's we'll a lovely, lovely person as well. Absolutely. So I get a text from a good college friend of mine uh, on Sunday, and he says, 
hey, where does John Viner live? And I said, text him back, and I say, oh, I think he lives about a mile from you. Why? And he texts me two pictures. And the first is a picture of, you know, those little libraries that are people put in front of their homes that are give a book, take a book? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They look like tiny houses in you. So the first is a picture of my book in one of those little libraries. So someone has given the book away. It's a neighborhood free library. It's sort of like, take one. We're, yes. we're a cool neighborhood and we read. Yeah. yeah. Don't throw your books away. Throw them here. Yes. And the second picture is a picture of the cover open and the inscription I made to John Viner. So John Viner took my book that I inscribed to him and threw it in a giveaway thinking I would never know. So I know. So just two things. The first is if you have a copy of my book and you want to get rid of it, you better bury that thing. You better <laughs> throw it out at sea. You got to bin, la- bin Laden that thing in the middle I, of the ocean. I have contacts everywhere and I will take it extremely personally and I will know and I will hold it against you the rest of your life. The second thing is he has a 4,000 square foot house. Like it's not like, you know, there's so much clutter here. I got to get rid of this token of friendship one of my best friends gave me because I'm just tripping over so many sentimental objects. Objet da. Objet da. That I, I need to just jettison something that means a lot to me emotionally, be, just only because my house is full of so many sentimental keepsakes that I cannot walk without just stumbling over a memory. This, this is an empty house of a, a, a guy. They're not married. He, he can have whatever he wants. There's no kids running around. They don't have a class. I have... I don't have like, oh, there's no old board games of operation missing 10 parts and kids crap everywhere. There's, there's nothing. So he's taken this thing that I gave him and he's gotten rid of it just because it meant nothing to him. <laughs> well, here's the thing. And, this and is I like, found out. <laughs> but this is like a good Hitchcock story because you planted an important detail. You buried it early in the story. You said, and I, and I may have poked a little fun at <laughs> his girlfriend, Lily, okay. in the inscription. So now when you spoke to John, he claimed that it was oh, Lily's fault. Oh, he threw fault. her under the bus immediately. Right, that yeah. it was Lily's fault and she got rid of it. But... That story is credible when we see what is written in there. If we have that second picture. We don't have it, do we? Here it is. No, we do. Okay. Viner and the first Lily. (laughs) (laughs) This this destroys the resale value. There you go. God forbid anyone designated as a comedian makes a joke. Boy, you have two jokes. You have two jokes in here. Two jokes. You could have just gone with one, but instead... You dropped a bomb. Well, you know me. I I always think no matter what I do, it will never be good enough. And I'm right. It wasn't good enough. So it's it's credible that Lily did see this book and say, oh, I didn't know. Did Goldie write a book? Wow, you never mentioned it. What what the fuck is this, John? This is getting out of the house and you don't care about me and it's going now. You know, you could see that easily turning into a situation that feels deserved as well (laughs) okay so you're the, the point of all that is that you're an acclaimed author hey there goldie alec and jc loved the podcast as i do every week I'm a disgusty from way back. That's our fan nickname, right? I love it. Let's start using. Let's make disgusty. that catch on. You're all yeah. disgusties. Here come the if t-shirts. You're, if you're if you're listening now, you're a disgusty. <laughs> I like it. My wife, as a present, 
scheduled an appointment <laughs> uh, for me with a medium. Oh my gosh! So I'm I mean, just I'm sure this. everyone kind of knows what that is. That's somebody who can sort of like commune with people who have passed on. Your guides. So it's not a psychic. Talking. It's not predicting the future. It's telling you like Nunchi is here. <laughs> no, good, he good loves mem- you. Good memory with Nunchi. But right. yeah, it, it's a little bit of both because okay. they say this person's here, but then they say this is what they're telling you about your future. So it's a little bit of both. Okay. So I uh, go into this and like I find the farthest corner of the house to be in because I, I just, I, I don't know, I just want this out of anyone's earshot, whatever's right. going to happen. It's just you. It's just me. Okay. Just okay, me. So good. I get this phone call. First red flag. The it's phone, over the phone. Tall. Yeah, it's over the phone. Oh, but, it's not in person. Because <laughs> I would think part of it is like you walk into their weird house with a lot of velvet yeah. and it's atmospheric and then yeah. you're kind of in a mood and then they tell you, you know, Nunchi's mad. <laughs> I love that you keep bringing up Nunchi, who was my great uncle. It's a very good memory. But um, no, see, I think that a lot of things that before COVID, like, needed to be in person, now mm-hmm. somehow no longer need to be in person. Marriage. And not only does it not need to be in person, it doesn't even need to be a Zoom. It's simply a phone call. So right. wow. Tall, my wife, says, you know, just look out for a strange number at, like, 945. That's when the thing was. So the sure number enough, nine. <laughs> so, right, that's a weird. This guy got one of the first phones ever. Um, okay, so it was a guy. No, oh. it was a, it was a, no I'm sorry. way. I know. I've never woman. heard of a male yeah. medium. Actually. No guy is plugged into the ethereal. <laughs> N- none. <laughs> Not one. And uh, also, I don't know. I think the ladies could probably run a better shell game with it, right. honestly. Um, so I, I'm this. So the, the phone call comes through. It's this woman. She seems very nice talking to me. And she says, okay, well, let's get started. And then she launches into a Christian prayer. Like a prayer oh. that ends with like in Christ's name, Amen. So I'm I'm. Did you say Amen? <laughs> I, I think I might have. Like, I try to get I, in, it's amazing get into the how whole group. quickly we'll get peer pressured. I used to they used to say grace at my father-in-law's house when he was alive, and next thing yeah. you know, you're just like, and Jesus, I yeah. too am. Yeah, you're and crossing yourself. This bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm that way too. So I I think I amend, but but also <laughs> now I'm I'm two steps back from this because already I'm I'm skeptical going in about the whole medium course, thing yeah. already. Yes, and then they throw God into it. The, right. the two things seem mutually exclusive yes. to me. Like they don't belong together, right? Necessarily. And specifically, Christian. and let's just say a brief prayer to root for the New York Yankees. <laughs> well, what is going on here? I'm three steps out now. But so anyway, this is a very funny beginning. So she says the prayer, Christ's name, Amen. Then she's like, "Okay, um, all right, somebody's stepping forward. I'm getting a male energy, like a like a grandfather. And um, okay, he's he's holding something out and and telling you to put it in your pocket." Instantly, I'm weeping, bawling, no crying way. within 30 seconds of that. Because that's my grandfather on my oh. mother's side who would always give me money. When I saw him, he'd go, put this in your pocket. Alec, put this in your pocket. Put. So I was instantly from wow. like not in, not in on so many levels to weeping oh my God. half a minute in, bawling. <laughs> and so, spoiler alert, that was the peak of oh. the yeah. weirdness. Like that was kind You're of You're going to rob me in the afterlife. Put this in your pocket fast. <laughs> now. Right. All right. Hide it. 
there's taxes up here, Alec. I need to get rid of, I need to unload all this. So anyway, so she got me early. Like I'm, I'm now I've been torn down and all she can do is build me back up. So she gets into, and then it's sort of devolved into that stuff that you kind of expect going in about, you know, we're all sort of beams of light and, you know, go into every situation with gratitude, good or bad, and you this, learn this something from like it. sounds like Tal was slipping her a few I things know. that she sure wanted. Hateful. I know. So His I'm trying. I gave know. him money and then tell him to be gracious. <laughs> and I'll give you $700 for 15 minutes. <laughs> that would be. First I would joke re- of the day. First <laughs> joke of the day. <laughs> but uh, so, by the way, if Tal were capable of that, I would give her so much respect. I don't. I don't. I I don't think she can do that, but maybe. But so the part that is matters to you two, and I want you to listen close, is that uh, I was told ahead of time, prepare questions. And of course, when I'm talking to Tal, I'm like, well, my question, my question is always going to be like, when am I going to die? How am I going to die? And she's like, no, 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 they don't talk about that stuff. You can't ask that stuff. And I'm like, all right. And she's like, ask specific things about your work or your job or whatever. So Fuck work and job. I asked about this. Whoa. I said, lady. I think I called her lady. Lady. (laughs) I said, I'm I'm just starting a podcast with a couple of friends. And uh, I want to know if my guides, and by the way, new guides showed up all, you know, during the thing. And one of the guides who was there at this time, and this is so mockable, it's crazy. She's like, a man is stepping forward. Uh, he's holding a scepter and a scroll. And I'm like, yes. what, what is this Dungeons and Dragons? Like, what's what happened to my my sweet grandfather? Why all of a sudden? Who needs is, a scepter? I don't. Somebody. Yeah. I'm not somebody, impressed. I know. I know. Who cares about your scepter? Leave that at home. And just walk a freely. Shit about a scepter. I know. Um, so anyway, this guy with the scepter and the scroll, who's apparently one of my guides. He or somebody else there uh, said that the podcast is, and I underlined it because I was taking notes, a must. The podcast is a must. And they said it's the key to your professional expansion. Whoa. Which I like that. And by the way, and I... I bet my scepter on it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a lovely scepter. I don't know how much you know about scepters, but this is a particularly good one. <laughs> well, can you walk us through a little bit more detail about the guides and who's coming forward? Because that part is fascinating to me. So your grandfather first, and then grand- they became more amorphous. That's you know that's what I couldn't figure out. And like, of course, like you, Goldie, I'm sure part in my mind during this whole thing was that hilarious scene from The Sopranos when Pauly goes to a yes. medium and he's being followed by all the people he killed and, like, they're haunting him. It was very funny. And he threatens to beat up the medium because he didn't like the news. Um, but for for this, it was really just my... Gra- I, I think that she kind of rested on her laurels when she nailed me out of the box right. because I got yeah. my grandfather right away. Then I only ever heard about this guy with the scepter, and there was a reference to like eight or nine guys, gen- a general group of people milling around. I don't know why I pictured it sort of like ghost. Yeah, when the, are with, are when they, they with would, you all the time? Well, they yes, they can be. Like, like were they psyched to talk to you? This is what like I, know, I, I, I don't. I'm know. curious about this only because so you know my. <laughs> I yeah. I joke around with my wife, and my dad died, and he literally ghosted me. Like, <laughs> right. you know, like there's dad never been him. any. 
sort of, in my view, attempt at communication or, or yeah, well, but also reaching out. And I, I would, I'd love it. But from what I know of your your dad, from what you've told me, uh, he was a rough and tumble guy, World War II well, vet. So like, he's not going to be like, oh, that butterfly is my dad. Like, you're never going to think I, that. There was a hummingbird at one point. I thought that doesn't maybe, seem like your dad either. Maybe I don't know. Maybe like a a, a beat up crab <laughs> sits next to you on the beach, hey, and you'd be like, dad, off. yeah, dad, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, so are you? Would you do it again? Are you happy you did it? Uh, well, you know, it's funny because at the end of it, when I had to like do Venmo or whatever, a <laughs> well, hundred bucks, hundred bucks, bucks for an hour, for Total? an hour, hundred bucks. No, I do have to hour. say that if you, if she said to me, "I see a woman and she's holding out money," I would have the same feeling of my grandmother because you know my last she did that. One of my last memories also was I went to, she was, had heart failure. She was a hospital bed and yeah. clearly she had wanted to give us Hanukkah money, but they, so someone had just put, uh, my mom had put, you know, $5 in her hand and was like, oh, go take sweet. the money. And it's like, yeah. oh, thank yeah. you. And it took the oh. money and it, it really lingered with me because I still have never really seen a dead body. No. Obviously, that's I just saw cool. one in Stand By Me. Okay. <laughs> nice. I just hope they don't look like E.T. in the r- river. Oh, God, you oh. keep bringing that up. And that's like I'm one of my life's worst memories is yeah, E.T. Yeah. in the it's river. trying to make you cry. I, you know that I was carried out of E.T. I think I oh, told you that before. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that was didn't make it into the podcast because yeah. things got shifted around. But tell this story because not now even a story. I want to refer to it going forward. <laughs> I know you do. It's not even the story. Is, it's not even a story. Okay. It's my, a story. My mom. It's a good one. So, okay. How like, old are you? I'm nine. Okay. okay. It came out in 1982. So not I'm a not, baby. Not a baby. Like a, a gang. A, a gangly, chubby, a nine-year-old. I'm in. I'm in third or fourth grade. So I'm dying to see ET. Obviously, like everyone was in America, it was crazy. So we went to the uh, Natick Cinema on Route Nine, and we went. and It was sold out. We turned around. We came back a week later, and we got in. And ET is. You know, it's one of the greatest movies ever. But as a kid, I was so not emotionally prepared <laughs> for them to do what they did in that movie, which is kill E.T. Spoiler and then bring him back to life. But they still killed him and they made you watch it. And it was yeah. horrifying. And what Goldie's referring to with E.T.'s white <laughs> chalky body in the river reaching up feebly for help was like, I could not believe what I was watching. And then when they got him on the gurneys and they're shocking him with the paddles and it's not working and then he's dead my mom had to carry me out of the theater so you're about would, 80 pounds i don't know <laughs> i was not light and my mom is not a big person my mom is like five two maybe max but, she's but carrying then, i carry you know, my me question out of the going forward is like then did you I'm imagining a montage with your mom carrying you out of a series of movies as you get bigger. Like, if you're at Tin Cup, she's carrying you out. Mannequin. Mannequin had to be carried out. Get him out of there. You're at Syriana. Get him out of there. The kid jumped in the pool. Mom. She carried me out of no country for old men. And is she, like, carrying you, like, she's carrying him like, oh, fucking 
Yes. Christ, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> no, I, she was, my mom loves when she can take care of me like that. Yeah. So I'm yeah, sure that yeah. she would just found it. But JC, you're 100% right. It was like Richard Gere carrying Deborah Winger out of the factory at the end of like officer an and officer a and a gentleman. It was that exact pose. It was like I was cradled. It was not like one arm around me, like Kellen Winslow being helped off the field after a playoff game. It was being fully carried like an infant, but nine, and, right. and just a broken boy, man, boy, child, <laughs> broken. You've been lucky enough to be invited to a wedding. Two. Two. Ooh. Two weddings. Yeah. So uh, what's, the, what's happening there? So, you know, you get to a point in life where I think your 20s and 30s, everyone has that year, eight weddings, yep. 10 yep. weddings. Yeah. And then there's a lull. And then there's... You know, you might get invited to a couple baby showers. Right. Kids' birthday parties. You're going to start hitting a couple funes. Right. It's going to grow dak. There's going to be funerals. People are going to die. Funes. <laughs> and then somehow you start getting invited to weddings again. Again, yeah. <laughs> like Second it wedding? makes, again, I'm not quite 50, but I'm, I'm just, I love yelling I'm 50. <laughs> yeah. So I'm jumping the gun by a couple months. And I'm yeah. Just, it's so close. I'm 50. It's out there. Yeah. So I'm going to these weddings. I, I love both of the couples and I haven't been yet. So this is not a reflection on these weddings, but I'm puzzled by weddings. I, and, and what puzzles me is that there's a couple and you're, you all show up to watch them and love them and support them. And they've, what, known each other, I don't know, a year. They've had, <laughs> say, 30 good dinners together out. <laughs> and then they either go back to one of their apartments and they have a fun time. And then they get up late and they go to brunch. And then Sounds they kind of do whatever they want. And then they're, they're in their mind going, I don't know if I'm ready for this because it's such a big deal you know they watch whatever they want on tv they can get as much or as little sleep as they want and so then they gather everyone together and you're watching them and they get up in front of everyone having not you know known each other much shorter than everyone in the audience and they start teaching you this little lesson about love (laughs) this incredibly patronizing lesson where they're, they, they're reading to you from the poet Rumi and they're like, love is this and this. Love isn't oh, this. And the Bible says love is this and love won't do this. So we're saying, and it's like, you know fucking nothing about what you're getting into. Look at us. Look at us. The older fucking bald people who had a fight on the way there. We're sitting very tightly next to the person because you've caused them to have a fight over travel, over childcare, and you have the nerve, the nerve to tell them. Oh, and here's what love is. FYI, just so you guys know, love is when you do this, and love is when never you do this. Never go to bed angry. Oh, never go. You would never go to bed. <laughs> never sleep again. No. Listen so, to each other. So I think weddings have it all backwards. Where this couple has no business telling anyone what love is. What the wedding should be is the couple is sitting down. Yes. And there's a line of people who get up and go, here's what you're about to do just so you fucking know, okay? Here's what my life is like. And if you think you can fucking handle it, then I'll marry you right now. Big shot who knows so much because you had 30 dinners out. 
You're going to be cleaning up diarrhea. Have you ever cleaned up diarrhea? Either one of you. Have you ever touched diarrhea? Either of you. That wasn't your own. How many diarrheas, not yours, have you touched? Just tell me. <laughs> Just tell me. Riddle me this. Yeah. Oh, God. How no, room. Ru- ru- that's not ru- yours has been in your bed. Roomy does Any- not cover that. Yeah. <laughs> And you're telling me, here's what love is. Here's Oh, here's what commitment is. Oh, okay. Love is ever-changing. Love yeah. breathes. My love wife watched me go bald. Ask her. Ask her. <laughs> she married a guy with a full head of hair. She now looks no, at like a, a, no. a, 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 a thin, bald skeleton that's also somehow fat. Ask her what she thinks. <laughs> I'm here to throw the replay flag on married a guy with a full head of hair. All right. <laughs> I mean, it, it just is it, it's like you can't explain what you're getting into, but they, they shouldn't be explaining to you. Anyway, this guy, Mike, had several older sisters, and Mike himself sadly passed away in 2006. Hey, gone! So, hey, gone. Yep, you can do that. You can do that there. I'm going to allow it. So he had several older sisters, and two of them, insanely, are still alive. So there's one of them, and Goldie, you'll love the names, Penny. Sure. <laughs> Penny. Aunt Penny is 102, okay? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then there, And let me guess, she's, she's still sharp as a tack. Well, that's exactly right. That of phrase course. was coming yeah, out. Yeah, no that one's like, was... they're 102, they're out of their fucking mind. They haven't <laughs> made sense in over 38 years, but you nope. know what? The body doesn't know how to give up. <laughs> No worst story. Attack. We got the sharpest sure. attack side. So there's another sister, and uh, Goldie, I'll give you a shot. What do you think her name is? Oh man, I mean, I've already said on this podcast yeah. Yeah, the well, name it's one dot of them. It's one, several it, dot, dot peg Cheryl. Cheryl. Shirley. Oh Shirley. Aunt Shirley. Okay. And uh, so there's there's Aunt Penny and Aunt Cheryl Shirley. I'll have another <laughs> if you're pouring. So I've spent many's the dinner with uh, Penny and Shirley at, at, at you know yeah. at Mike Grossman's house, and they and they are sharp as tax. And I always get these bulletins from my my mom, like like you remember uh, Aunt Shirley? I'm like, yes. She's like, she drove herself to a golf lesson. So it's like you know they're that kind of old people where it's is, like, can is you she believe getting this? good at golf finally? Yeah, she's finally getting <laughs> she's, it. She's a scratch. She's, no, 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 no. At this point. she's an actual handicap. That's what she's called. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but anyway, so here's where the story takes a turn. I spoke to my mother, uh, I think this was yesterday, and she said, uh, she said, you know, Aunt Penny and Aunt Cheryl were going out to dinner last night with their kids, and Aunt Cheryl was using her walker heading towards the door, stopped walking, closed her eyes, and died. She died standing up, standing oh up on her walker. She, they couldn't knock her down like Jake LaMotta. Like they could not, not, life could not knock her down. Wow. She closed her eyes, clutching the walker, and was dead where she stood. Did they then just bring her to her golf lesson? Right, anyway, yes, and she hit, she parred the back nine. <laughs> Wait, is, but, are we allowed to do... <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Well, God bless I, this woman. I mean, I is there know. anything more New England than dying, holding on, clutching your walker? I, I would say no. Not going down. 
And and so, you know, taken too soon at the tender age of 97, which means now that the 102-year-old is still out there and will be at the funeral, probably speak, probably go out to dinner afterwards, <laughs> Wow, which is just crazy. So anyway, that was sort of a, a New England interesting death yes. story for <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> So yeah. what I'd like to do is I would like to um, teach your uh, audience how to laugh like Alex Sulkin. So <laughs> okay. okay. This is what you do. Awesome. You have to tilt your head back a little bit. You put your hands together like you're going to clap, and you don't clap. And then you go, oh, 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 oh. What the fuck is that? You sound like a baby bird being fed by an eyedropper. Or like, or like, oh, 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 oh. Or like a guy eating peas in the cartoons with a knife. Oh, 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 oh. And then, and then we're all up. Then you have, oh, 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 oh. That's great. That's great at the end. And JC, I, I want is JC, I yeah, noticed here you've you go. Done give some, her, give her a what for. No, JC, you had a that's great in some of your laughs too. You. I started doing which Alec does too, like at the yes. end of his laugh. I I know, like, wow. felt like I've been slowly talented Mr. Ripley by JC. <laughs> <laughs> talented Madame Ripley. No, but honestly, and I can remember one specific time. Goldie made me laugh so hard when you inserted that House of Gucci, Gucci. no about yes. the the end of Lucy, the Lucy oh and Desi God. movie, yes. where it said, they got divorced in 1968. And you, no! No! I was laughing for a minute and a half, yeah, and I was like croaking. It. I never sound off. And we were watching the movies about like episode 36 of I Love Lucy. Yeah, it's right. in the 30s, 39. Okay. And it comes on screen and they they say like Desi and Lucy divorced in nineteen sixty nine. As though like you would go No 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 Like more than half of marriages end in divorce. So the fact that they got divorced, it's like who <laughs> Turn around. I wasn't shocked by that. And so, and then I looked it up. Was that your, I thought, was that I your house of Gucci? Yeah. Is that your house yes, of Gucci? Yes. I know David Goodman and Steve Callahan listen to this podcast all the time, and we love that. Thank you for doing it. Their memory is way better than my memory, especially for stuff like this. So I'm sure there'll be points where I'll credit somebody or say something, and David will be out there going, No! 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 Yeah, the House, house of Goodman. Um, but, so. And now we, we wanted to, to get to a second email. And Goldie, why don't you set this up? Because you know that this person who emailed us this very yeah, funny so, thing. Uh, her name's Margie McGee. She's really funny writer she wrote in i i just thought this was such an entertaining yeah i loved email it email and very flattering yes so. <clears throat> excuse me Ooh, parents <laughs> over there <laughs> tom devani has joined us <laughs> um the subject is as miserable as bamboo toilet paper makes a butthole dot dot, yeah, dot. she listens and it does <laughs> i can vouch it does and continues um is as happy as your podcast makes me oh 18 months of plague has turned me into a real melancholy crease. 
And by the time Omicron came through and root, <laughs> root mm. the holidays, one of my favorite words, um, mm. I was done feeling sad and scared. I would have been fine to go the way of Ebert's lower mandible. <laughs> but then, <laughs> <fell> some- <laughs> but then somehow I found my way to your podcast and it made me genuinely laugh out loud a lot. And the stories you share about your parents slash significant others slash kids, dogs, families have both broken and warmed my heart. Looking forward to many, many more disgusting displays. Oh boy, pressure. <laughs> I just listened to the episode where you discussed being the Ricardos. I have not watched the movie and I thought I'd share with you the cinematic quotes, fuck you, that led me to swear off indulging anything about slash involving Lucille Ball. For your files, a clip from the 1985 drama Stone Pillow featuring Lucy's interpretation of the harsh realities of homelessness. Oh. And she, she included um, a brief clip. Please play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had I had never heard of this. Yeah. Stone Pillow is a great title, though. Yeah. And so it, this. So it's, this is a Lucille Ball portraying homelessness. Yes, and it's just a close up of her, and and this is uh, what she says. I has to go bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, you know what? We're we're here on the precipice. We did we didn't talk about dogs like we were gonna, but no. we're we're, we're sliding great. into the Johnny jokes. Yeah, yeah, they're just, just happening that. naturally. Yeah, we can. So, all right, so this is a part of the show where, and again, this is uh, for writers very important. Johnny yeah. Carson, of course, the king of late night. Uh, we're all of the age where we kind of caught Johnny a little bit on the decline. He was not quite. The sharp, you know, as sharp as attack, like he was in the in the early seventies. We kind of got uh, an an aging, uh, more dentury Carson, an elderly quipping egg. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Later, That's right. Johnny. Nebraska egg. <laughs> so we think this is going to be a very popular part of the podcast because <laughs> what's a, a really great thing is to harken back to jokes from about forty years ago. <laughs> that themselves were old-fashioned at the time. But yeah. we, we loved him. We, we worshipped him. I mean, of course, Letterman was coming up, but Johnny is still the gold standard, and his jokes had a certain style to them. So as a writing exercise, we have added a segment that we call We Guided the Plane Through Some Rough Weather, and now Oof. we're here at the fun part. Speaking of accountability, let's roll right in. Let's just use that Joe-mentum to roll right in. Good, we're excited for that. And something we're a little less excited for. 
are self-torture, and we'll just confess right now if we don't have to do these jokes. <laughs> Speaking of making our friends laugh, let's fail at that. Okay. No, we don't have to feel bad about that. Okay. We should feel bad about our next segment, which is killing us every week. <laughs> Speaking of machines that don't work well, well, that, that was very fun, and now we're going to get into the not-fun portion of the program. And speaking of limping into a joke, let's limp into the segment that's been killing us week after week. And now, uh, boy, rest in peace to us. And uh, you know what? We're right here on the precipice. Goldie has made a lot of funny jokes already, so let's hop into the segment of the show that's killing us all. Let's hop in to Johnny Jokes. Whoa! What's this live from Hollywood? Here's the nicest guy in show business, Johnny! Retired downhill Olympic skier Peekaboo Street has donated a portion of her life's earnings to fund a new intensive care unit in a hospital near the slopes of her old training facility in Colorado. And thanks to her generosity, injured Rocky Mountain skiers will now enjoy top-notch care and state-of-the-art medical treatment at the recently opened Peekaboo ICU. <laughs> You see this in the news? Planned Parenthood has come out against the new Marilyn Monroe biopic Blonde, Mm. calling it anti-abortion, which surprised the studio executives who said, the movie's an abortion, and we paid 35 million bucks for it. (laughs) When, When he heard that, an outraged Herschel Walker said, that could have paid for 50,000 abortions. <laughs> uh, wow. Ooh, here we go. Well, you know, one of the weirder effects of the pandemic is the demand for synthetic partners, a high-tech robotic version of the old inflatable sex doll. Uh, the main difference between the two is where you put the oil. Last week in San Antonio, a group of robbers stole over $60,000 worth of sex toys. When asked why they would steal so many double-sided dildos, the robbers said they were just trying to make ends meet. Uh, <laughs> That's good. Oh, shit. That's wow. really good. That's, That's very great. good. Very wow. Good. <laughs> Russia. Russia's in the news. Russia yeah. is having so many problems with its invasion of Ukraine, it has asked China to provide food for the Russian army. If the Chinese agree, that's that's really going to dim some hopes for an end to the wanton violence. A British tribunal has ruled that calling a man bald is sexual harassment and even likened doing so to commenting on the size of a woman's breasts. When speaking with reporters after his legal victory, the plaintiff was quoted as saying, Hey, my eyes are down here. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Applebee's. Applebee's is testing a new product in its Alabama locations. A lipstick that's flavored like chicken. Oh. Yeah. Early reviews are positive, with men saying that their sister's lips taste delicious. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Rapper DaBaby (laughs) is refusing to apologize for his recent homophobic rant on stage. Uh, You know, I blame the parents. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. 
That should have been a Goldie joke. I swear. I, I thought I, of you I that whole time. I spent years trying to sell Craig Kilborn a joke about Ja Rule being more of a just suggestion. Oh, just to clarify, Lou Reed already died. You know, he he's he would have been 80. I thought yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. Keep Gee, your, not keep, so fucking funny now, huh? Keep your, <laughs> keep your clarifies to yourself over there. Talk all of about, a sudden. Talk about fraud. All of a sudden, she's clarifying. Everyone's got their hand in the honey pot. No time okay. for licorice pizza, but got time to knock down one of those jokes. <laughs> Thank you it very much. Funny. Talk about taking down something with a jar of pickles. She just, <laughs> she just dilt you a blow, my friend. Wait, I have it. First joke of the day. First yeah. joke of the there day. There we go. I love that the four Johnny jokes went by and there was no yeah. first joke of the day. There we go. Before Seth comes on, hang on. <laughs> Can you mute? <laughs> Okay, I'm ready to do the interview with Seth Myers. Oh my god. When I'm rushing around before the table read, I'll remember that long for it. All right, let me let me let me get us in the top five. Okay. Uh, all right, stop giggling. Everybody stop giggling. Lauren had said something to me a long time ago, which was never tell a joke about somebody where you wouldn't go up to them the next time you saw them. And I did feel every one of those jokes was very fair. And he was being a total shit heel about Obama and deserved everything he got that night. So I walked over to him and I went, I shook his hand. I said, thanks for being a good sport the other night, which he hadn't been. (laughs) But I I wanted to give him the ability. Yeah, give him an opportunity. he said, uh, uh, you went too far. You were very mean. Obama was funny, but you went too far. You went too far. Oh my and God, awesome. I said, I respectfully disagree, but enjoy the rest of your evening. And he would, you know, every now and then, I usually around the anniversary of that, he would tweet something about me having no talent. Um, <laughs> what a compliment. And then I, at the SNL 40th, 2014, we were, uh, and you know, it's a tiny studio. You know, I think people yeah. are always underwhelmed by how few people can fit into that thing. Mm-hmm. And it was all, it was just like famous people walking down the same aisle trying to find their seats. And you've never seen more crazy famous people saying like, excuse me. And, just, <laughs> yeah. and he was coming towards me and I was with my wife and he was with Melania and we were passing each other. And so we were just like face to face and uh, he took my hand and he pulled me in and he goes, you do have talent. Don't, <laughs> don't tell anyone I ever said it. And we like laughed. <laughs> And I thought, well, this is a, a nice end of it. And then, uh, and then he ran for president. So oh, wow. I, I really thought, wait, I was like, oh, that's a, you know. Cause, yeah, and that, I will, let me just say something. Also, which is crazy with everything we know, but I'm just going to be honest. He is charismatic, right? When he yes. puts his, when he shines his light on you, yes. which you can't believe. But he's like, you do have talent. I was like, you know what? You're all right, Mr. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about everything. Forgot about the fucking birtherism and, you know, so... There was an episode where Raymond is constantly like playing with his wedding ring and he like flicks oh. it on a table oh. and it then oh it my falls God. through a vent. Oh. And it goes I, into Yes. I laugh. It goes into so an air, it goes into a vent on the floor and he has to fess up that he lost it and and I have a story off that. 
So we did, because that really happened, and Ray, Ray used to spin his wedding ring constantly. And in fact, yes. in the writer's room, we got in so much trouble. You talk about things to do to pass the time. We would have wedding ring spin-offs where we would all <laughs> like, take off our rings and, you know, pow! And we, put, the, put the clock on it. Put the clock on it. No, you're not, you started it too. So we would, so Ray would spin his ring, and it, and it did do that. It went, not in the room, but he did it somewhere, and it got, he got in real, real trouble for it. Um, so my wife, we take the kids. This is... This is when I was at the Goldie phase of my life. Now, you guys, as I think about you, Goldie, as we used to say in Nam, um, you're in the shit. Um, <laughs> he's got too many kids who want too many things from him. Alec, you don't count. You have one child and your wife. That's right. Okay. And I always say I'm, I'm 10 minutes too old to have the kids I have. Exactly. <laughs> you could have been okay. Right. I feel I, my, my heart goes out to you every time I hear him like, oh, he can't sleep. He can't shit. He's, it's, you know, he's on someone else's schedule. The poor guy. But anyway, so we, we take the kids up to Mammoth Mountain and we're staying at this place. And uh, we, we go down to the hot tub. The, my wife lives and my three kids and we go down there and I have the keys to my car which have has we, we didn't unpack because it wasn't ready yet but they said you can use you can use the hot tub so we go down there and I've got all my junk my my jeans are are in my arms and we get in the elevator and my car the car keys fall in slow motion they fall from the pocket of my jeans as I'm telling the kids to get the hell in the elevator and, and they fall in the crack between the no. door and oh. the and the floor that you've come to so it so they've fallen oh, now no. down five floors down the oh, shaft no. and this is on Easter weekend so oh. now it's five o'clock in the afternoon Liz has the room key so we can get in but we can't get in the car which has all our luggage all our ski equipment um, oh, no. so I'm like oh. Ah, so I'm, I, I'll go, I go full Goldie. All my hair falls out. <laughs> I, I, I'm screaming. I'm screaming. I'm screaming. And like, God damn it. And the kids are freaked out. And, and Liz goes like, so some AAA guy finally jimmies the car, gets it open, but I can't drive it or anything. So now we got to wait for the guy from Otis to come to the I was going to say Otis. Right. We had to wait for the Otis guy to drive up from Lone Pine. He was going to be up there <laughs> doing something, you know, attending a gun rally or something. So anyway, he comes up. And, and, but anyway, my wife in her sweetest way says, well, maybe, you know, look, maybe this could be a great episode. And I said, no, it can't be a great episode. Don't you remember two weeks ago, Ray's wedding ring went down the fence? I said, this isn't an episode. This is just something shitty that happened. Uh, yeah, you could probably sing. Who's listening? I mean, Nobody. I like. I think the our our theme song is like boys will be boys, bad boys, <laughs> bad boys. Oh, I love bad that song. boys. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good is song. That, is that, that's Gloria Estefan? Bad, I'm not bad, sure who bad, it is, bad, but bad I always the way I sing it is. Make Lloyd is so the good. boys. Good Lloyd. Good Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd oh is the boys. That's so good. Good Lloyd. Good, 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 good Lloyd. He makes me feel so good. This is what I sing that to my dog. So That's so day. great. We're we're getting sued by Gloria Estefan's estate. She's gonna to pay for out. all that back surgery still. Get ready to lose your focus because JC and I, mostly JC, put together a little treat for you here. Listen to this. We built this Goldie. We built this Goldie on our podcast. Built this Goldie. We built this Goldie on our podcast. 
Who is that for? You. For you, buddy. <laughs> Who else? I mean, thank you, I guess. Oh, I God, you guys are obsessed with me. We, we are. We just wanted to show you how obsessed. I made a special surprise for you, and JC has it. Yes. What? Yeah. Okay. You, you want to play it? Yes, here we go. Here we go. Three, two, one. We built this Alec. We built this Alec by smoking weed. Built this Alec. We built this Alec by smoking weed. Spent all week on this. So now we're even. You know, jam, some sort of jam with it. Jam. Oh, jam. Oh, jam. <laughs> you know that. I love that jam. song. Yes. About a month ago, maybe a little more, we had a controversial episode on here where we broke down Tootsie. We watched Tootsie and we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. And there was a lot of chatter behind the scenes. Was it a good idea? I wanted to do it for two episodes. Goldie shot that down. Rightfully so. Yeah. I think it would Thank have God. been it, yeah. it would have been annoying over two episodes. <laughs> I didn't see that. Goldie did, so to his credit. So here is what's gonna happen. And this is Boy, I'm just doling out the hashtag content for this podcast right here. Good or bad, this is content. Circle your calendars, both of you. Circle your calendars. April 29th. It's a Friday. Don't instantly say don't no, say April. April, April has 30 days. Okay, so you're yeah. not making it up. Yeah, that's only February would not have a 29th. That's a really weird mistake for you to make. Circle April 29th in your calendars. Why? Because we... The three of us oh. are going to Tootsie the Musical in no, L.A. No, no. Friday, April 29th. <laughs> okay, okay. The three of us are going to Tootsie okay. the Musical. Then we are going to talk about how we felt about it. Okay, well, that would be nice. <laughs> First of all, they're, do- they're yes. doing musical based on Tootsie. Yes, they are. Okay, okay. Did you buy these tickets or were they given to no, I bought these tickets. <gasps> oh, I bought that's them. so nice. And I'm coming out there to go with oh, you. Oh, okay. I thought I'm you were half joking. Wow. Is this for real? This is really happening, but it's going to be something that we are going to see. We have great seats. Uh, we that's are going so nice. To, Thanks. We are going to see if we enjoy it, if we hate it, <laughs> if it's somewhere in between, and we are going to talk about it. <laughs> If this were a high school or college performance, <laughs> I would kid gloves and I would just say, hey, it was great they were out there. Yes. It, you no. know, high who school, cares? I got to step in. High school, maybe college, no, we're still going at it. Right. If it's college. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> I had to pay a 14 year old $15 an hour to watch my kids. We go out to this dinner, you buy the tickets. We're in for over $7,000. <laughs> so. I expect... And you bought us dinner, too. Yes. I ex- I'm wearing a Tootsie t-shirt. Yes. Okay. So I expect something good to happen. Now, I want to know, the curtain rises, how quickly did you start to say, uh-oh? Uh, yeah. Right. Well, Goldie, you were there with me. We looked at each other within five seconds of the curtain going up. Whatever was going on on stage was already so ridiculously bad that you and I made eye contact with masks. We're wearing masks. Yes. So all we, we just had our eyes and it was yes. like, we both knew in that moment, this is a huge mistake and going to be a disaster. 
when I had the, the, our famous lunch, yes. um, <laughs> you, me and Steve Bazalone, you guys told me about a, an interesting pitch meeting you had uh, with Eddie Murphy. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so me and Steve had the privilege of rewriting the script uh, of Triplets, which was a sequel to Twins. Now, okay. to, get, <laughs> to, to, to get that movie greenlit for us to get paid, we need to have Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito, and Eddie Murphy agree on the story. So the executives at the time, well. Ali Bell and the late great Ivan Reitman, brought us to Arnold Schwarzenegger's house, and we pitched Arnold Schwarzenegger the movie. And they told us it's going to be super casual, like just casually just talking about the idea. Arnold's like so in. And we get there. There's nothing casual about Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> we sit down for like a three-course lunch. There's like all these like chefs like bring us all this chicken. And I remember, I'll never forget like this giant blueberry pie that he just kept like shoving his mouth. They're like, that's very good. I, I hear you're so funny. He kept saying that. He's like, I, I hear so much about you. I was like, there's no way you hear about me. There's no way. Way. It's all over town. It's all over town. It's crazy. I can't go anywhere. And uh, and so we just kind of like start going into it. And and like as Steve is talking about like this moment of like Danifito's wife dies and it makes him really want to reconnect with his brother. Arnold Schwarzenegger's fucking horse named Whiskey walks into the kitchen, gallops into the kitchen and starts eating food off of Arnold's plate. Whiskey, no! He's like, Whiskey, what are you doing? And we're like, what the fuck? And we're trying to act cool. And he's like acting normal and he's like feeding the horse and looking at us. He's like, and then act two. And we're like, what the fuck? And then we have this whole ridiculous pitch meeting. Before we leave, he grabs my bicep, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the greatest of my life. He grabs my bicep and he goes, I'm proud of you. I go, all right. Steve is so mad. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. But it was a brand new house. And for me, it was like, I have arrived. So I invited her out and I brought her in the house, picked her up at LAX and I took her through the house and I was like, oh, this is this. And my mom was, and my mom was a little tiny. And she's like, oh, this is nice. Oh, it's nice. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, mom, this is the upstairs. This is a bedroom. This is like the loft part. She's like, oh, these so pretty. You can see the whole house in here. <laughs> and, um, and so finally I go through, um, I go, and this is the bedroom right here. And she's like, oh, and this had a little deck off of it. And then I go, and then this is another bedroom, but this is my office. And and she said, hmm, hmm. And I go, and then this is another bedroom that is now David's office. And she goes, oh. And so I go, so that's the house. And she looked at me and said, so where does David sleep? <laughs> right. And I took a 
giant deep breath. And every time oh. I tell the story, I feel like I'm saying it again. <laughs> I took a giant deep breath and I said, um, he sleeps in here with me. And my mother said, you mean to tell me that you and David sleep together? And I said, yeah, ma, I do. And then she said, so you mean to tell me that you like to sleep with men instead of women? And I said, uh, yeah. And then I swear we stood each and just looked at each other. It was like two gunslingers in the OK Corral. <laughs> like we were both just looking at each other, like who was going to make the next move. And I and then I said, this is all true. My hand to God. This is all like, word for word. True. And I then I looked at her and I said, Ma, are you OK? Because she said nothing. And she looked at me and said, I got to put the tortellini in the freezer. <laughs> I prepare, okay? So I don't I don't just I don't just waltz in here like you or Jimmy Fallon and go hand me all the stuff guys and let me just put my little impish mug on air and and do the dance for everyone and get all the credit. Okay, Wait. I'm working like a fucking dog to get ready. Wait, is this, is this me you're attacking? Yeah, you and Jimmy Fallon. You, you both oh, just yeah, Fallon. think you can waltz in. You, you think, oh, everyone work really hard and write your 70 jokes. And then I'm so charming. I'll just muscle my hair a little bit and get in front of the oh, camera and act like, kind of like, get you. act like kind of like, like a 17-year-old who's just been woken up and told I got a test on Saturday. And I'll get there, guys, okay? But, like, we're all in this together and let's make it fun. It's not fucking fun for me, okay? I'm working my ass off among us other things and getting my kids out the door so every minute you want me to get here earlier every second you're cutting against the quality you're cutting off your own limb which is the quality of the show which is what i have an eagle eye on and i'm the only one doing it all myself by the way self-obsession i i don't mean to get too lofty but it's like when you think of yourself as a self, as, as part of a member of a happening called reality, that is the cause of all suffering. So being special is actually very close to being in pain. Oh, when, yeah. when it's going your way, you're like, I'm the shiny boy. But shining <laughs> is defined by their light being directed at you. So it's, it, by definition, you're separate. Yeah. But it's getting mixed into the soup is where wow. we all know this. That's the most profound thing anyone's I know. Yeah. podcast. Yeah. This is why we all love far. summer camp, why yes. we all love really living in the dorms in college, all of this forced community. And now all we do is we go around like a bunch of Daniel Plainviews amassing wealth and, and, <laughs> and isolating ourselves, even though we have pieces of art like There Will Be Blood that tell us over and over that that's, as David Lee Roth said, it's a tomb with a view. Your mansion is a tomb with a view. Alex, this is Marty. Listen, I've got some good news. The writing assignment for the Chilly Willy animated feature is still up, and we passed on the other guy. He was too old, and I know you were excited about it. You know, Chilly Willy is that uh, mischievous little friend of Woody Woodpeppers. He's always getting into shenanigans, and um, I told the producers about you. I told them you were the creator of the TV show Dads and the creator of the TV show Family Guy. And that you wrote the original Star Wars movie, so needless to say, they want to have this meeting. And I know you want to still keep your uh, toe in, uh, in the uh, broadcast TV department, too. So I got a little intel from CBS. Let me uh, make sure I got this right. Um, 
CBS, I know you've heard of them, <laughs> number one network. Uh, they are looking to do an anthology show. You know what an anthology show is, right? So write something anthological, send it to me, and uh, we'll take it from there. You can call me anytime. Uh, my beeper is on 24-7. And love to Sarah. Oh, boy, what a dynamo she is. Hold on to her. Bye. <laughs> So that's Morty. Tom Gamble's agent, Morty. <laughs> Morty. So cut to last week when I get a message on Instagram from Instagram itself saying, Mr. Sulkin, uh, we are, we've gone over your account. We feel it's sufficient for a blue check mark of Ooh. verified, which I did not have. So, you know, of course, like my ego, I'm just like, yeah, it's about fucking time. Like, yeah, thank you. Okay, here we go. And it it all, again, it looked very official. It came into my, in all the spelling was correct. Everything, right. their address of the company was all, everything was right. Um, so they asked for just verify your account. <laughs> with your name and the password and send it back. So, of course, I do this within 30 seconds. I'm like, duh, 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 all right, let's go. Check mark, important person coming through. And the, so the then... egomania <laughs> causing you to leave a Looney Tunes pile of clothes floating around. Oh, my the God. The rush to give them your information. <laughs> yes, everything that I was holding in my hands was spinning in midair yeah. as I ran to the computer to verify myself. It's also myself. like the lack of awareness of, we own your account, but we need your information. <laughs> I know. So, of course, I did not think of that in the moment because, again, so flooded was I with uh, my own ego. And then a very funny thing happened. I, the minute I hit send to, with my information and password, there, there came up a, a screen that said, completed. <laughs> <laughs> so completed. right away with an A, completed. <laughs> and so right away I was like, oh, fuck. How could I, I, you know, instantly it's the shame. Again, everything feels like being caught masturbating because like everything yeah. sort of is. And so I was definitely caught masturbating over myself uh, and then completed comes in and I'm like, shit. Then I start getting messages on WhatsApp, which is, oh. of course, the international like texting right. it's hub. So same owner. And so I'm getting texts from a number that's so long that you could never, you know, right. it's like clearly international yeah. and like a, a missile code basically. Right. And it's someone saying, Hey, you know, Hey, Alex Sulkin, like I have your account. And then like a picture of my account, but now with like Turkish writing all over oh. it and somebody else's name. And they actually posted something in my stories that, you know, some other scam to try and get people to do something. Which, which I liked. Yeah, I know. Finally, I some content that. That on my on my page that Goldie can stomach. Um, <laughs> it was like a refreshing break from you. It was just, I know. you know. The, the, the dancing monkey is gone, and finally it's just words. <laughs> um, so anyway, this guy's texting me, and I'm not responding. I'm, you know, I'm feeling like I'm just spiraling inside. But then I had the bright idea, I must say, not everyone has an IT guy at their disposal. True. But we happen to work at Family Guy. And so I reached out to him on the on a weekend. It was like a Sunday. Hey, bro. You know, I'm like, I know this is the weekend. This is some, But somebody took my Instagram. Can you help me? Already someone <laughs> took it. You gave it. I know. I know. <laughs> 
You willingly, you went to the bazaar and you handed it. You got it in there. To, uh, first joke of the day. There first it is. joke of the day. <laughs> But we did have some, oh boy, some pretty exciting news in yes. our universe yes. this week. Boy, and a rising tide lifts all boats, my friend. This was a win for me, was yes. a win for all of us. And I'll tell you what I'm talking about. So we've, we've talked about on this podcast before how Goldie and I were fortunate enough to get to write jokes for Tom Brady. And he, he used one of Goldie's in his White House speech, which was an awesome week for us. We were in the national, global news cycle. We were cool. the global news. We yeah. were. We drove we dom- it. We weren't in it. We, we created it. Yes. We dominated it. We, yeah. it. It was as though we were Wilt Chamberlain in, in the 100-point game of that <laughs> yeah. news cycle. We're holding up a little sign that says 100. <laughs> but so what sprang out of that, as you may remember, uh, a couple months ago, was that Tom Brady started following me <laughs> On Instagram, not Seemed Goldie. Fair. Yeah, because Goldie wrote the joke, but Tom Brady started following me. So that was very exciting. But, you know, I kind of thought, oh, it's one of those things where somebody, you know, he, he was guilted into following because we, we did him a favor and I'd never hear about it again. Well, Guess this past what? week, I did a post that somehow caught Tommy's attention. Oh, boy. And oh, there was what was the post? Co- I'm, I'm sorry, I muted you a while ago on Instagram, so this is, this is great news. Day. First joke of the day. Uh, but, yeah, tell me everything, man. <laughs> well, I know you're not very active on Instagram, so I'll give you a pass. No, you it's know, mostly for know, losers. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm everyone grown says. up. I'm not on there pretending yeah. to be 21. Yeah. You're just posting pictures of your dog. Very grown up. Um, hey, like once every two weeks. I'm not yeah, on there going like, and here's a story. Here's what's <laughs> happening with me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm an adult. I'm the no. last adult. No, you tried it out. It wasn't working for you and you gave up. That's what happened no, with I your Instagram. I do have a check, my friend. <laughs> well, <laughs> as, as do I, oh, my friend, boy. fellow blue check marks, they gave talking it to you for right pity after back you were and forth. Nope. They gave Turkey. it to me because you wouldn't let me finish the story. This is oh. exactly why they gave it to me because the greatest football player ever, Tom Brady, commented on my last post, and his comment was, "You are amazing." <laughs> So, I got goosebumps uh, just yes. thinking about it. Thank you. You know, Danny. sometimes you Me type too. a text in the wrong window. Like you, <laughs> you know, Belichick did this. He thought he was texting Brian Dable. He's texting Brian Boyd. Clearly, there's another Alec or an Alex in his life who's amazing, who's Could doing be. all sorts of stuff. Could be, but I'll take, you know, I'm calling it the Tomment, by the way. Oh, it's wow. the Tomment. That's great. And, and, and I'm on his radar. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so. I get this comment, and of course, like my world is that's the most exciting thing and and my family is like you know dancing the horror back at back in Boston because Tom Brady knows my son, so it's this big deal uh so the reason was Susie Schuster was going to host Rich Eisen's show, and it's like a three hour show, and she said. I want to talk about a three-hour show, a three-hour show. And so she said, I want to, she loves when I do that Mayor Marty Walsh and the Com app. I've done it a couple of times before. She's like, will you please do one 
and I'll show it on on the show. So I, of course, I hustled and I'm like, sure. I sent it to her. They showed it on the show. I think I got maybe two followers (laughs) from that. (laughs) So the the effect of Peacock may not be what we think. Um, (laughs) But I know, go figure. You mean that that place that's half a billion dollars in debt already? I thought everyone was watching the cock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! You guys aren't rocking the cock. That's (laughs) our. My cock is streaming over here. Hey, honey, let's get the kids. Let's log on to the cock. Everybody, everybody, let's hop on the cock and start screaming. Kids, the cock has kids shows. Oh, cock for kids. You got to love it. So why don't we go through our titles? We, We each came up with titles because if this show works, then maybe the networks will buy Anything yes. based on a name, right? Okay. All so, right. Do, do anyone right. want to start with yeah. that? Let me let me throw out my first one. Okay. Kiss of Beth. Jesus. <laughs> 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 Beth Beth has been married three times, and they oh. all all died in <gasps> mysterious and funny Ooh. ways. Already so, better. So it's she's soggy. sworn she's sworn off love until a tall, dark climatologist moves to town. <laughs> I, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Standing ovation. Yeah. Thank you. I'll watch it. Because I had I'll I had till it. Beth do you part. <gasps> oh, wow. Yes. Which it. is wow. you know is Beth some sort of murderer that that yeah. preys on happy what? couples? But that's, that's sort of the similar. same. We're we're almost in the same. Yeah, we, we we're gonna be in the Beth business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beth becomes us. Oh, nice. I love <laughs> we that. Gotta, movie. We gotta merge these ideas together. <laughs> so this next one. It's sort of a modern take on gender, but it is a sitcom. It is fun. It is light on its feet. <laughs> I have three potential titles for it. Oh, God. Hit, hit me. Mary, Mary, No Longer Gary. <laughs> oh, my God. You, are, you instantly get what it is. Yeah. It could also be called Sharon is Karen <laughs> or Cock or Daniel, question mark. A take on Cock or Spaniel. Oh, oh. <laughs> Daniel, I love oh that. God. But you know, it's someone who who transitions, and then yeah. they're you know in their new life, and it's everyone around them, family, friends, sort of you know re rebuilding yeah. these relationships. Yeah. Cocker Daniel, meet the new breed. <laughs> oh no! So uh, I have two great. more. All right, I, I got a couple more too. Oh, good, do one. Yeah. Okay, so here's another one. If not now, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> 30-something NYC gal, Jen Cummings, life is turned upside down when she realizes that she's just a rebound girl. Oh. Gold. (laughs) I don't think that could be a companion piece to my show, which... Is definitely for cable. Yes, that's true. Mine it's would called be... it's called Wayne in the Ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh what, my what, what is it? Is God. it? <laughs> I think it's someone who realizes later in life that they're homosexual. Yes, I love <laughs> that's it. And they're embracing it. Oh, it's beautiful. And they're not going to be. You know, around uh, uh, walking on eggshells around their friends and family, they're gonna go right at it. Yes, and uh. say, I'm owning this new identity. I've, I've, I'm, you know, maybe I've been your dad, and I've, I've kind of hidden who I am for too long. 
But now, fuck it. I'm weighing in the ass. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> what a so the to... formerly soft-spoken, you know, middle managing accountant dad is now a leather daddy. Yes. Awesome. I love that. What I a great it. title. Great yeah. title. Um, uh, any more? I have, um, I have one more. Okay. JC, JC, is, have you done? Do you I have do? two. Well, oh, I have a bunch, uh, but us, um, yeah. I'm only going to read two. Um, well, this one is so broad, but it's must be Weiss. So um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a family of siblings who own a law firm and they all have to come back and work together. Oh, <laughs> this, is, this is so healthy, Todd. Come on. But I also have Must another. Be Weiss is better. <laughs> it is better. And because and Weiss is a, a much more believable law firm name. Well done. Thanks. Must be. What, what else you got? Well, I have another one that's almost similar to what I thought So Help Me Todd was going to be. Be, which is okay. speak of the Neville. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> These are great. Which is a chronically selfish guy gets a spell put on him where when anyone speaks his name, he has to be there for them and won't get released until he's helped them. Oh, <laughs> this is great. Bravo. That's amazing. I, I mean, CBS, you have our number or our email, atypical disgusting display at gmail.com. I I had a little water go down the wrong th- uh, oh. part of my throat, and that was that I was call all that wrong part hole, of Nicole. it. Oh, Alec, wrong hole, Sulkin. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they used to call me that for very different reasons, and that's uh, exactly. that's a story for another day. Yes, I have uh, a very long story, but funny story. Anyway, we won't talk about that, and we move on to uh, other emails. Sure. Yeah. Well, wait. Oh, now I'm can, I'm intrigued. What you have a story about? What wrong hole? Wrong hole, Nicole. <laughs> oh yes, that's it. Leave it. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. What, no yeah. more needs to be said. Yeah, we Leave call, it to yeah. That might be a show too. Yeah. This <laughs> is if we we need to have merch. I just think a T-shirt <laughs> with wrong hole Nicole on it could sell so uh, many. Yes. Oh. But de- de- desperate to get pregnant, wrong hole Nicole <laughs> is having trouble. <laughs> Wayne in the ass is definitely going to be with wrong hole Nicole. Right. So. Oh, yeah, for uh, yes. sure. Well, they're they're back to back on like yeah. a Friday oh, night lineup. Nice back oh, to back. back. <laughs> that yeah, was great. <laughs> did you mean to do that? <laughs> no, I didn't actually, but I love that. It was um, let's say that I did. Have yeah. you guys ever seen um, driving north on um, up to the northeast? There's a town called Athol. Oh yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. That's yeah. a show. Isn't that its own show yeah, right there? That's, that's in that's between actually... where I grew up and where my mom grew up. <laughs> yes. So I would pass through. Pass yeah, through Athol. that's that's a great title for a show. <laughs> You are now like entering Athol. Oh, well, yeah. it's, it's entering the, Athol. It's that's the, hilarious. Wow. Bravo. <laughs> Very well done. That's the much better pun based version of Shit's Creek. Right. Yes. <laughs> now Thank entering you. Athol. Oh, yeah. All right. Maybe we may have to work on that. That's pretty yeah. good. Well, you know, that area, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about that area. Okay. The Athol? <laughs> I will Because I've we been through the Athol. Yeah. And, uh, Paper mills mm-hmm. in uh-huh. that area. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, skydiving. Really? Ooh. Yeah. They do a lot of parachuting and there's a little airport there and hot that air ballooning and such. Cool. Wow. A yeah. lot of hot air coming out of Athol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I don't know what's you happening see, right this now. Is, you may just cut this and, and pitch it. <laughs> a lot of pollution coming out of the Athol. 
Yeah, obviously, congratulations, Brian. Yeah, and Brian. Dylan, his lovely wife, who's on the Today Show program, she uh, <laughs> talks about the weather, John. She wow. lets you know if it's going to be chilly in Athol. <laughs> Is it going to be wet in Athol? Oh, it's going to be damp, for sure. Uh, 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 JC, you'll have to think about your credit on that show, uh, entering Athol, what you want it to be. I am, I am there. Executive producer. Yes. <laughs> That's our little joke in the credits. Executive producer <laughs> entering Athol. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And Mr. X lays out what could have happened. That, to me, seems like the most credible version of the yeah, way it went I, down. No doubt. And, and that's uh, Colonel Paltry. Uh, Pal- Paltry is who they based that on, and that's from a lot of data. And the guy who takes a price for this is Jim Garrison, too, because yes. they call Garrison a kook, you know, and Garrison was on top of this from the whole time. And and he was really, and he was really, uh, uh, somebody. Yeah, sure. One second. Absolutely. He's, we're going to hear a gunshot. Oh, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Leave that in. That's so funny. And now, um, thank you, because you're going to be joining us for this week's section of the show we call Top Five. Top Five. <laughs> and Alex, did you know that's us singing? That really is. Of course it is. That's the whole reason you did this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's right. She knows, she so we could it. do our little song and dance. Um, and this, JC, I'd like for you to go first. Oh, I'd like for you to go first. Oh, tonight. okay. I'm. Are you ready? I'm ready. Did you do your homework? I did my homework. But okay, better not be weird. You're going to be judged. Yeah, I feel I'm just like I'm worried about being judged. No, but I'm, I'm, just... I'm very interested. Okay. I want to hear what it is. My number one is. All right, let's go five. Let's go oh, five. Oh, my number five. Yeah. Is. <laughs> our top song of the week is <laughs> now stay here's tuned to hear number 40 <laughs> yeah, yeah. here's the, the weekly top 40 countdown let's start with number one <laughs> okay oh so God. five gary you're the guest why don't we, we let you start us off okay top five we started five obviously <laughs> <laughs> well not obviously jc wanted to start at one famously but uh, no you started five. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah you started five you can turn off after one yeah, uh, exactly. here we go to the top 40 count up uh, five is su- succession is my number five oh great, great. Mm. Wow. I, I love the succession theme uh number four greatest love of all yes, yes. god bless it's happening it. And to me, <laughs> to me, of all people, it's happening to me. Who would have thunk it? It's the greatest love of all. It's happening to someone else. Fuck them. Yeah. I want it to happen to me. No, in the song, it's happening to you. Oh, great. Oh, it's me. Good. As long as it's for me and not someone Goldie. else. I would posit that you're still learning to love yourself, which is the greatest love of all. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I decided a long time ago, I, I'm not going to walk in anyone else's shadow. It was, it was, I mean, it was like 18 years ago that I decided that. And how do you, how do you feel vis-a-vis failing and succeeding? No matter, you, you can't take my dignity. Try. Go ahead. Grab it. Grab it, my dignity. Handful of dust, buddy. They're trying to catch the wind. <laughs> but now here we, we go. We're getting into the top three, and I can't avoid... If it's Eleanor Rigby, I'm going to take a no, hammer to my own no, balls. No, but that was, that was in the top... That was, that was considered, but I passed it by. 
Eleanor Rigby's a great song. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What a bummer. Uh, all right, number three. Now, again, this was on my list before the documentary and certainly on my list now that the documentary has come out. Number three is Don't Let Me Down. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So amazing. Uh, my number two. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's our asset. Um, again, I'm going to go with something that, okay, here we go. You can roll a rollo to your friend. Oh, it's chocolate uh, caramel from end to end. But number one, and I think this is the greatest Madonna song, and you want to see me dance. Oh. You put this thing on. I'm flying in like a ray of light. Oh, we talked about that we before did. you got on. I feel like I a weightless molecule when they put that on. <laughs> I'm just going to go into it. For us, now there is a personal car that has exactly what we're looking for. Taurus, now there's an American car with the shape and the feel we've never seen before. For those of us who demand excellence in design and function, for those of us who will not compromise. Ford listened. Ford created Taurus for us. Taurus! Yes! Taurus for us! Oh my God. Taurus for us! Taurus! Have you driven a Ford? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that the St. Elmo's fire of oh, James. That was amazing. That's great. That's great. That's great. Um, I want to thank you all for listening. And again, if you want to send us any emails, it's uh, typical disgusting display at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you two for being awesome. Thank you. And we will talk to you again next week. Yeah, okay, about next week. <laughs> that was fun. And it stops right now. You are now entering Athol. Athol.